0: hello everyone to the 88th episode of career podcast today i'm joined with Theo Skafa. he's an illustrator and character designer from holland but is currently based in the same city that i am istanbul turkey so with that quick introduction out of the way let's get to the first question um give us a little introduction on how we got into visual arts and design
1: Ooh, man that's uh I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how i can keep this short man okay so like uh I mean, I feel like every artist always says this, right? I mean, you—you you, everybody draws as a kid, and uh, I mean, some people just sort of keep drawing, uh, and that's what I did, I guess. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, you don't make it your job immediately, but uh, I think if you just persevere and just keep doing it, eventually, yeah, I don't know, you just end up doing it. I'm—I'm I'm not really good at anything else either, so.
0: Yeah, makes sense, yeah. straight yeah. for straightforward story to <laughs> yeah, be honest. I, and well I mean uh, that aside but what is your I mean of course in the introduction I briefly mentioned that you're an illustrator and character designer but this question and uh, we want to go a bit in depth like of course um what is your main branch of design that you're focusing on and tell us about your experience from the start of it till now
1: oh man like uh okay uh, this this has the potential to be a very long story by the way it's Uh, absolutely fine you can go (laughs) as long as you want um okay so i mean i went to art school a long long time ago like uh it must have been 20 years ago now or something uh i studied animation actually um and then i mean i did a lot of graphic design as well When I was younger, I worked at some advertising agencies doing graphic design, but it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, more power to graphic designs, but I I guess it never really was my thing. I probably wasn't really good at it either. Um, Then I did animation. And for some reason, for like, I would say about eight to 10 years or something, I just got sort of stuck doing uh, incredibly horrible corporate design, like these... You know, these corporate explanation, animation things, right? Like basically companies selling products like this flat design, like this typical sort of style that was popular also like 10 years ago. And and it made me super depressed because it's really not, I mean, it's not really creatively fulfilling work. Um, On the side, I was like always doing my own work and I was painting a lot actually, like uh, traditional painting. Uh, Really bad also, by the way. Uh, and then actually like I I lived in Eindhoven briefly uh, which is a city in Holland like a couple of years ago and I rented a studio there like a workplace and then I saw there was like a, there's a sort of um, event hall beh- uh, below the studio in the same building and then I saw that a classmate of mine, Lois, uh, who you might know um, had a, a there was some sort of conference happening i didn't really understand what it was but she was speaking there and i didn't talk to her for a while so i sent her a message like uh, hey i'm actually in the area i'll uh, i'll drop by this event was playgrounds uh, playground i don't know if you've heard of this yeah um, yeah, yeah, i think i yeah. i
0: tried to attend this year's playground but i was kind of had to study for like a july 10th exam hmm. i had but yeah long story whatever <laughs> yeah but i
1: yeah. mean and covid happened also so uh, <laughs> 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 but um uh, I went there actually and uh, m- and my mind was blown like this sort of whole world that I didn't know existed of concept art and character design and uh, you know like environmental design there's a whole animation industry which I wasn't not which I wasn't sort of really aware of. I mean I'm aware that these like 3D movies exist, but I did, never really thought about that there's like a legion of artists working on these uh, things like that. Uh, And I was there and I was like, whoa, this is what I need to do. So this is not so long ago. This is four years ago, maybe five years ago. Um, I'm a social guy. So I was there, I was drinking beers with everybody. And then I met some really cool guys and uh, we became close friends. And uh, they actually uh, guided me towards where I am now, like sort of going from corporate uh, soulless design to, like learning the tricks in Photoshop, like teaching me about composition, color harmony, that sort of stuff. Uh, And then I sort of made the decision uh, a year after to like uh, drop all my clients and just for one year, just completely focus on uh, like reinventing myself and uh, like redoing my whole portfolio. Uh, Luckily, like my uh, girlfriend supported me, because I mean, how will you survive without money? Uh, and I did this and then basically from then, uh, onwards from then, like, like everything changed my, com- my complete, like creative life completely changed. Did that no. answer your question? I don't even remember what the question was.
0: <laughs> uh, it, it did because I asked, you know, what is your main branch of uh, design that you're focusing on and tell us about your experience ah, and you yeah, yeah. kind of gave us your experience pretty much. I just realized on this from this angle of camera because of the way like this side of my T-shirt is folded, it seems like like my arm is cut in half. You know, <laughs> is it kind of obvious or is it just? Am I just tripping?
1: No, man. Like uh, I don't know what's happening, but like the video quality is so low. Like on my end, I don't know if it's my yeah. internet or if it's just streaming. Like yes. I just see I just see pixels, man.
0: Oh yeah, that's um yeah. that's because probably your internet connection is trying to like you know Zencaster is trying to optimize both the audio yeah. and video at the same time. You know that's right, like, right. but. In the output, you know, it's gonna be fine. Um, no. All right. So, actually, I had I had a question. You know, when during the whole thing that you were talking about, um, you mentioned that. Wait. I think this this is just a side effect of my second dose of vaccine because it's been, I just for, <laughs> I literally I literally yeah. just forgot oh oh my god, all right so for now I'm gonna move on to the next question if it sure, came sure. back and I'll ask I'll ask away, all right the next question is were you originally studying art and design or you were pursuing another career path, uh, like what I mean by that is like you know when you were like in high school or maybe in your teen years or maybe even if, when you grow up you know to become 18, 19 or something. Were you from the get go, you no, you wanted to become an artist or, um, you had, you know, another plans, you, maybe you, you were going to engineering or, I don't know, wanted to become something else, a more stable job, you know, uh-huh. and you just saw <laughs> art as a hobby or something. You know? How was the situation for you?
1: I mean, I mean, I, again, yeah, I get, again, I don't think I'm that special in this regard. Like, I think a lot of artists go, uh, through this, um, like, especially what you said about the stable job. Like this is definitely a sort of common theme, uh, which uh, what families will definitely mention to you. So, yeah, my mom wasn't too happy with me going to art school and uh, for literally the same arguments that you mentioned, like maybe it's an unstable, get a stable job or like this. So uh, I didn't initially go to art school. I went to, man, what do you call this in English? Like, sort of studying to be a social worker, right? Mm. Uh, my mom uh, works with, uh, like, handicapped people. So our family has mm-hmm. sort of a, you know... I mean, You usually tr- sort of follow in your parents' footsteps, sort of, right? When you don't know what you're doing yet. And, I mean, man, you, you're you like 16 or something when you have to make these choices, right? Like, what, what path in life you're going to take? Yeah. What do you know when you're 16, man? You, you know nothing. So, um... I mean, eventually I stopped that, and I went to art school. Um, man, I don't know. I I guess, I guess I never really had like the thought to like really become an artist. I just really enjoyed drawing and making stuff. So I thought, like, I mean, why not? Let's let's give it a chance, right? Uh, and I mean, I I guess I made it like a little bit late, though. Mm. Like like the whole story I told about sort of not doing interesting stuff for years. And uh, I mean, yeah. I'm thirty, I'm thirty-seven or eight now. I don't really remember. So I mean, this this whole sort of career boost happened like in the past two years or something.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: So what I can tell you is that. um, So it's I mean, man, it's interesting. Like I learned I learned a lot of things in the past uh, five years or something. So, like, most of my friends would always say, "Why don't you make children's books? Why don't you make children's books? Like, it would be perfect, right?" And I was always sort of in the state of mind, like, "Okay, yeah, I can, but people have to ask me, right?" Because, I mean, I don't know, I'm not so, uh, yeah. I mean, sure, I can make my own children's book, but this is like writing a book is a whole different uh, story. uh, Story. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, So, what I've learned is that. If you want to do something, right, uh, you have to be quite specific because clients can't really sort of figure out, like, okay, this guy draws cute cats, Uh, let's ask him to do a children's book. No, you have to make like children's book specific stuff, and then publishers and clients will sort of figure out, like, okay, great, he draws like cute characters, so this is perfect for children, right? Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I mean, as an artist, I know I can draw lots of different stuff. Uh, but you might not always uh, show all this stuff, right? And yeah. so let's say I'm drawing like superheroes the whole time, right? Uh, and I'm aware that I can also draw, I don't know, cute cat characters, but I, they're not mm-hmm. in my portfolio. A client mm-hmm. is not going to guess that I can draw cute cat characters by just seeing all these superhero drawings, right? So uh, so sort of three years ago, I, uh, this ties into what I said before, I very specifically sort of change my style yeah sort of not change my style but like change the direction of my style to like be more suited for uh for children's books so like you know lots of textures no outlines bright colors that sort of stuff which is i mean it's amazing i love this stuff as well Uh, and then as soon as you start doing this stuff like suddenly the publishers notice you and suddenly like you get requests for this kind of stuff right
0: Yeah, I mean, that kind, of, oh, yeah. that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, art station and Instagram, like believe it or not, there's a lot of like, you know, it's actually for artists a really good place to put their works on because there's always people who are looking for a style and work and they just contact you. Even like I had friends, mm-hmm. like even from Iran, who they didn't have much of a following or anything, but they were just using, you know, basic hashtags, you know, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they got clients from know, outside Iran and sometimes they get paid in crypto because you know, of course there's, because of the <laughs> sanctions. Like, you know, because actually that's the only option. you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always pay. try, but uh, I've, not, I've not had a client yet that wants to pay me in crypto.
0: Well, of course, I mean, you don't have a problem. Like you're not an Iranian citizen because no. <laughs> as an Iranian citizen, there's a lot of sanctions. Of course. Naturally, and uh, you can't even have a PayPal or anything, any means. So right, not right. just Iran, like countries like Iraq, yeah, you no, know, basically, Countries that don't have much of a, you know, access to international you know services, yeah. they I mean, have to other in, stuff. Yeah, they' was blocked in Turkey here as
1: well. So. Oh, oh yes, yeah, since two thousand sixteen.
0: Yeah. But for example, there's Mastercard and Visa, you know, still in Turkey yeah, as yeah, well. Right. Like there's a lot of other stuff. Yes, I mean there are sanctions on Turkey, but not as bad as like you know those mm-hmm. other countries. Trust me. And um oh, actually, the thing I forgot—I just remembered when you said like you know you were working at a like you do a corporate, you know. Animation and graphic job. It was so soulless. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had the same experience as well. And <laughs> like funny story, it, it happened in Istanbul as well. And they turned out to be and they kind of scammed me, you know, out of my you know, half of my <laughs> salary. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I was I was a pretty noob. Uh, kid you know at this at that time you know in general not not just you know in work professionally but in life as well like people could really easily you know take advantage of me you know mm-hmm. i was because naturally i'm a, a, a not right now of course but i used to be a really simple person like not <laughs> simple as in dumb you know just don't know yes yeah i had pure intentions usually but yeah, yeah. Exactly. and the thing is uh that the best way i could just you know make an analogy by how what you mean by that job being soulless aside from it that you know being a corporate job and corporate jobs mostly are you know kind of soulless the thing is that if we for example say carpentry the skill of carpentry is drawing you mm-hmm. know and making mdf cabinets and boxes you know dog and cat houses you know stuff like that is like graphic design there's nothing wrong with that it's cool it's useful mm-hmm. but on the other hand with carpentry you can make coolest wooden statues You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the concept art and this side of world is, you know, what I think both of us are kind of have that kind of perspective, you know, we both like this. We don't like to necessarily build like, you know, MDF cabinets and stuff like that. By the way, uh, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with graphic design or graphic design is soulless. Graphic design is absolutely not soulless. Mm -hmm. Um, My first background in art is I did uh, graphic design in seven years freelance, you know, you know, at first, you know, yeah, yes, old. Holy hell, it's been yeah. seven years.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: And since I was 16, you know, I started to get into Illustrator and stuff like that. And I guess from late 17, I started to actually take clients, you know, in Iran. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, some clients here as well for T-shirts, merch, and everything. Right. right. But it, I only said this just to explain the analogy of, you know, the people who first go into graphic design, then they don't find it fulfilling and they just go to, you know, the other side of the
1: art, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, man, like, I mean, yes, you're right, uh, like, but I also think, and this is maybe something that I didn't really think about before, but which makes sense to me now, I wasn't particularly very good at it either, right? So uh, if you're not so good at uh, something, this also means that you get different types of clients, right? Because if you're like an amazing, gra- uh, amazing graphic designer who does, uh, or it doesn't matter, illustrator you can, or musician, it doesn't really matter. You're amazing, right? You'll get different type of clients, and the clients will trust you more as well, right? But I mean, if I guess if you're, if you're not really good at something yet, the the clients will be different as well. The money will be lower. What I've noticed is usually like the lower the money, the more demanding a client is, right? And the thing is, is like, okay, the industry that I'm in now, like publishing and concept art and that sort of stuff, I mean, these are usually quite, they're they're bigger productions. So there's art directors, there's producers, that sort of stuff. Most of the time, like the art director knows what he's talking about, right? But when, when I did these small sort of animation jobs, like there is no art director, I'm my own art director, and the client is sort of the art director. But man, like you're selling like, I don't know, Uh, I don't know, some app on the internet, like you don't necessarily know anything about art, right? But you still have to listen to the demands of the clients. And I, I kid you not, like it has happened that like I uh, delivered the animation or like something and they showed it to their daughter or something, their young kid or a niece or something. And they said like, they didn't like the color purple of the character, like the shirt that he was wearing, you know? And then what can you do, man? Like, Uh, I had to change this because, I mean, the guy is paying me, right? Even though, like, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, but purple maybe matches better with the background, that sort of stuff, because, I mean, these people have no clue about hue and saturation, like, all all this kind of stuff. And what am I going to do? Like, am I going to fight this battle, right, to keep the shirt uh, purple? Like, it doesn't interest me that much either. But these kind of sort of small things kept happening to me, which takes the joy out of work. Right? Like every time you get an email, was sort of, okay, here we go again. Here we go again. Right? And it's not even like in a sort of arrogant sense that I, knew, well, I definitely knew better than somebody who has like no history uh, or experience with art whatsoever. But it's just very grating, you know, like it just keeps going. Like sometimes they just want to make changes because they want to make changes, like not because they're well-informed decisions or anything. Now, the more professional you start to work, In my experience at least like this might differ for other people but the more professional you start to work the more logical all the feedback uh gets you know everything sort of makes sense like what i've experienced is like every revision that i've ever had in the past three years is usually to make the product better and and it does make the product better like the book or the animation or uh, whatever because there's other people that are also invested in it and that are also experienced, because, I mean, you're not going to be an art director, like, out of nowhere, right? For, like, a Disney movie or whatever.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I'm just happy that I'm hearing this from you as well, because that's not the an Iranian or Turkish problem, because I also had those problems in graphic design. <laughs> it's <laughs> like worldwide, it's, man. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> like, the most common one was, like, for example, they give you a task or brief and you do that in maybe 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you do it very well and mm-hmm. they're they're mad that you did it quick and they're like you, really? it, it just took you like five minutes like why why should i pay you like you you didn't even put any effort in it like you know stuff <laughs> like that like they they would like you know they didn't have a contract for me you know and Here's the thing that, I, as as I said, I was kind of you not know, dumb and inexperienced yeah, yeah, yeah. for this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just took them. I thought, oh, these are cool guys. I mean, they probably because I kind of got introduced from a mutual, you know. So I thought, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. they they must be trustworthy or something. Boom, wrong answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, basically they said we we need to we need you to work five hours every day, and that five hours you need to fill it yourself, you know, or do the stuff we do, and also fill it yourself to stuff for the company oh my god this is just typical like they they were like a cliche comedy of all things wrong (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding people just bad graphic design just bad clients you know
1: i mean it just goes to show that it's a worldwide problem and it really doesn't matter if you're in iran or in holland and also what's interesting is like i mean i'm probably gonna butcher this right now because i don't but i i think it was like a sort of the Quote by Picasso, I think, or it happened to Picasso, mm-hmm. like uh, somebody like uh, asked to buy a sketch of him on a napkin or something. Man, I'm I'm probably gonna like not tell the story properly, but the gist is gonna be there, right? And uh, the person who mm-hmm. got the napkin was yeah. sort of disappointed because he drew something in like three minutes, like maybe three seconds, because it's Picasso, right? And then they, uh, they sort of started complaining, but I mean, come on, man, you drew this in like three seconds. Can't you put a bit more effort? And then like his reply was sort of like, all right, I drew this in three seconds, but it took me 30 years to be able to draw this in three seconds. Right? Uh, so, which exactly. is like, ties into what, it ties into what, to what you said, like, I mean, the time doesn't matter, man. If You can do, you should work efficiently. Uh And this is actually one of my main things is because, I mean, I've got got the basics down, right? I understand, like, drawing and light and composition. There's still so much to learn, like, uh, but the basics are down, right? Now, like, my step is, my next goal is, how can I do this as quick and efficiently as possible, right? Do I need to draw all these little small details and all these little shines on the nose and that sort of stuff? Or can I just, like, do it a bit quicker and rougher? And is it going to have the same, uh, you know, the same end result? Because... You know, if I uh, if I can, okay. So normally, like a um, like an intricate illustration that I do, usually takes me around two days, sometimes three. Right. Uh, it also depends on how quick I'm uh, I'm able to sketch things. But man, if I could do this in one day, right, that means that I can make two drawings a week, like two full illustrations. Right. And this is awesome because the more I can make, the better. Right. And this is like I'm not even talking about clients. I'm just talking uh, for my own like uh, personal work. Uh, but what I've noticed also from working with clients now, man, like making deadlines and uh, sort of thinking ahead and thinking with the client. I mean, they love this, man. They love it. They love if they if, if something needs to be changed and it happens quickly, right? Uh, I mean, it's better than just taking five days. And actually, I don't really, I mean, even if I get paid by the hour, I would still, you know, still do it in one hour and not like, uh, while I could get paid for three because, I mean, I want to move on to other projects as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, those you're just describing the ideal type of clients, you know, people who actually understand, you know, how the whole thing goes, you know? Yeah,
1: and
0: know. well, let's move on to another subject. Um, how yeah. does your design process usually go anytime you want to start working on a design project?
1: Hmm. Okay, so there is, uh, I think we should make a distinction. Like, do you want me to answer this question? Like for my own personal work or for clients, because there there is quite a big difference, I think. Actually, I think I'll go with your personal works. Okay, so uh, which is also okay. So you know, when I when when you get a brief from a client, you sort of know what needs to happen. Yeah. Your personal work, I mean, it can be yeah. anything, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, I have I have so many sketches of stuff that I didn't finish. Right, like basically, probably I could like uh, I mean. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit, but I could—I mean—I could definitely not worry about what I want to draw for the coming maybe three, four months or something, right? Um, because there's so many sketches I have, so many like sort of ideas. The thing is like how I start is—I mean, it varies. But I mean, I mean, this is gonna sound like a bit uh, esoteric or something, which I'm like not sort of like a, a person like this at all. So you know that sort of moment uh, where you wake up but you're not fully awake yet, right? You're sort of in a sort of dream state but you're aware that you're in the real world. Like what I usually get is like you sort of, I see stuff, right? But everybody has this, like sort of half dreams. It it also happens when you sort of fall asleep but you're aware that you're falling asleep, right? You're sort of like start seeing the most crazy shit. Um, So I would say that like maybe 60% of uh of ideas come from this i just see things i just sort of see situations and obviously this is influenced by um by what i've done in the day or maybe a movie i watched or a video game i've played uh so it happens sometimes when i wake i wake up really early anyway but uh, sometimes i wake up at three at night and i'm in this state and then like uh I force myself to get up, walk to the computer and just like quickly sketch it out and then maybe go to bed again afterwards. Because this, this is these ideas get lost as well, like as soon as yeah. they come, they, they go as quickly as well.
0: You can't take a picture so, or a screenshot of them, you just have to draw them.
1: I mean maybe now, well, I'm vaccinated so I'm still sort of waiting for these superpowers to unlock. <laughs> but uh, I mean so far nothing's happening. Oh my god, yeah, so I mean, this is...
0: Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, yeah. go on.
1: I mean this is the start and then... To, to me, man, like, the ideas are the most important. The rest is just technique, right? Like, the idea needs to be solid. Um, I mean, composition also needs to be solid, but you can move around everything. Like, working digitally, it's super easy to make, like, 20 variations of the same thing. For me, like, storytelling and ideas are most important. Um, and, I mean, I'm not, I'm not special in that regard, but, I mean a lot of a lot of concept artists. Also, if you look at the front page of ArtStation and nothing against those artists or ArtStation, right? But okay, man, like some other like scantily clad, big boot anime waifus, right? Some orcs here and there, like there's sort of, and the technique is beautiful, right? So it's well painted, everything. But it, feel, it feels as sort of empty to me. There's nothing there. There's nothing sort of like, I mean, stylistically, there's a lot there, but there's nothing, there's no storytelling, there's no interesting hook or anything. i'm not saying that i'm a genius storyteller let me be clear but it is very difficult for me to just think like okay i'm gonna sit down and draw an orc with a big sword now right because i mean why would i do this like why can't i put this orc in a setting like why can't this i mean i wouldn't draw an orc anyway i'm not so interested in in fantasy but like why why isn't this orc doing anything right and uh what is the okay the first thing that comes to mind Okay, the orc is like, uh, I don't know, killing a wizard or something, right? Or like uh, doing something because orcs do brutish stuff. So, I mean, uh, I'd like to subvert these sort of things, right? Like either make it unexpectedly cute or... So I really enjoy like drawing scary pictures. Uh, But scary pictures are, I mean, scary pictures, right? But I like to do something else, right? So I did this one drawing... I don't know if you're going to edit this and then maybe show this later. I have no clue. But uh, there's, like, this sort of, like, scary woman sort of uh, thing in a, in a pond in the woods. And, like, the sort of rendering technique is as if it's, like, uh, taken with, like, a, uh, a flashlight on a camera everything, right? But then there's, like, uh, uh, ducks there, like, uh, bath, uh, bath bathtub ducks, these yellow ducks, right? Which is sort of unexpected. Uh, I like these kind of things. I'm, this is not genius, you know? Right? This is not, like, some... But I want to make stuff fun, right? Uh, So a few weeks ago, I wanted to draw, like, one of, sort of like these Japanese, I mean, this happens also. I get inspired by seeing other things and try to sort of emulate techniques. So I was really inspired by this, uh, I'm I'm probably going to mispronounce this, this ukiyo-e, ukiyo-e, like these Japanese woodblock prints. Uh, So I wanted to do something similar, right? Uh, okay, you start thinking. Okay, what what is like sort of what fits in this setting? Okay, it's paper screens, like a dragon, right? But like one of these cool Japanese dragons, not like a scaly Game of Thrones dragon. Uh, all right, but what am I gonna do? Like, What are, what are they gonna do? And then I just uh, sort of came up with the idea, like, okay, maybe a girl can feed the dragon, right? Which is sort of cute again, but it's really weird because the dragon's quite grotesque, like with the saliva and uh, I mean, I really enjoyed these kind of things um so again like to come back to your question I'm, I'm rattling man but i mean i guess that's what a podcast is no, for it's all yeah
0: exactly like, um
1: so i really like uh, so the idea is the most important for me because i mean and sometimes it doesn't work because sometimes i can't come up with anything that interests me because it has to interest me right sometimes i'm aware like okay this is a really sort of uh cheap cheap idea right but okay fine like uh, I'm just going to go with it and maybe focus a little bit more on the technique push myself a little bit more to learn something get out of this because not everything you can make will be like your you know masterpiece I guess
0: All right and no, for a second I was just trying to find whether how to unmute my microphone. That that's well, why uh, I took it. <laughs> <word, man. laughs>
1: All
0: right. So um, actually right now I want to talk talk about you know ask you about some of your works that you've done and just it's on your Instagram. And by the that's way, I don't know if you saw the video version of the podcast before format, but the format is, for example, there's a video of me below and there's a video of you on the call top, and here is like a compilation, like a time lapse of the guests' work. So the work ah, that you just okay. s- great. spoke about, I can just you know add it to the reel. You know, it's going to be fine. Okay,
1: great,
0: man. And the thing is, actually, like um, as I said, I checked. I browse through, you know, some of your stuff, like, um, as you said, there's a nice sort of like, you know, contrast of, you know, elements to them, you know, like one of them that actually caught my eye right now is that i um, of course I'm going to put them in the reel as well for anyone who's listening,
1: uh-huh.
0: audio listeners. I mean, well, I mean, sorry, you gotta see the YouTube version yeah, to see what we're talking exactly. about or see the Instagram. But um, for people who are watching it on YouTube, perhaps, I mean, I, I have the stuff that I'm even gonna talk about right now on the, you know, the reel here, right? right? So the work I'm talking about is the one there's, I think there's this guy with like a grenade launcher and there's like a ginger girl next to it and a pink fluffy right, right. rabbit. That, that rabbit is actually pretty cute, is handing the guy like yeah, grenade yeah, yeah. launchers and bunch of. Uh-huh pink cops are like you know shooting at them chasing them oh i just realized the pink fluffy rabbit is wanted exactly man is exactly.
1: the exactly <laughs> yeah
0: exactly oh that's that's <laughs> it. i like it. i like the story behind it
1: yeah so this is exactly what i mean sort of like yeah. uh you know first you're sort of wondering like uh, why is this pink sort of cute character even there that doesn't make any sense right uh and then by just adding something very small, and like maybe not even at the center of the composition, because I think the, I mean, I don't have the image here now, but the wanted poster is not even like fully in view, right? It's sort of in the corner somewhere. You know, so if you when you start paying attention to the details and that sort of stuff, then like a, a small story unfolds, right? Yeah. So the composition needs to be interesting, and like the technique needs to be interesting as well, but I like to sort of hide like these kind of small details in all my work. There's actually many more Easter eggs in my work, which I'm not gonna like sort of uh, uh, divulge now. But there's there's a like my friends know also. So when I send pictures to my friends for feedback, like the first thing they do is like try to find like the small Easter eggs that I hide in like literally every drawing I do, even for clients. Like I hope my clients are not listening. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, now that's actually awesome. That's one of the things I really like. You know when doing. I- Like, I'm a sucker for this type of things. Even when video game developers (laughs) or you know level designers put the small details in their game, like, you know, when you find Mm -hmm. it. Like, one of the coolest, like, Easter eggs I remember as a kid when I saw was, I think it was one of the first things. I don't know if you played Grand Theft Auto 3, like, the really old one. I think the first 3D one.
1: Yeah, which one? Uh, I've played all of them, but man, this is such a long time ago, which well, what? The one before White, White City. City, right? No, 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 before the one White before
0: City. White City, that was I mean, in New I, York
1: Yeah, I must have played it, but it's been uh,
0: the thing uh, is, there is been a, so long ago Yeah, I mean there's a lot of cheat codes in this game and there's a cheat code that you could basically fly and there's mm-hmm. a place on top of I think a bridge or building that the only way you could get there is by cheating and no, there's no, right. as the developers write, you shouldn't be here
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. amazing, <laughs> it
0: amazing. Does or i even amazing. remember oh my god i remember i think it was in max Payne too there was a hidden room like it was an egg, but it was a memorial i think to one of the staff and developers that passed away I and know. they made a shrine for him with his picture and right, stuff right. like that but, but wasn't they, it
1: Zelda maybe no Zelda,
0: um, I've never played Zelda, but uh, maybe Zelda had that. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't have an Nintendo when I was a kid, sorry. I, I was a Sega kid. I was a Sonic kid. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And actually, the, another thing that, you know, really got my attention was in your, you know, original character design. I think you did it recently. Like, yes. Not, if we could call June 3rd, 2020 recently. Yes. All like, right. Around a year ago. You did like a six fan art thing, like challenge. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, there's a, like it's obvious that there's a certain style, like I follow a lot of like, you know, illustrators, like, you know, illustrators, I don't mean necessarily graphic designers, like actual mm-hmm. illustrators who do like illustrations and stuff like that. And they all mm-hmm. have, it's, it's like, it comes with time, you know, it like comes with years and years of practice that there's a like a distinct kind of like style to them, you know? Mm -hmm. like you know your style kind of has that you know thing to it as well like for example you drew big boss you know from phantom pain all right
1: yeah yeah.
0: but in a weird reason it fits the style you know the style isn't aggressive or brutish or gloomy or depressive it's actually Mm kind of cheerful a bit i mean Uh, and it kind of fits the whole big boss character you know
1: what i mean yeah (laughs) i mean yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, this is, uh, like, I didn't give uh, this, but, per- okay, this particular thing, it's because it went viral on Instagram, right? And, I mean, social media became part of the illustrator life as well, right? Because you need to put yourself out there, that sort of stuff. Um, I'll be honest, man, this was sort of like a, how can I say this, a snack, right? Because, like, the characters already exist. I don't really have to sort of think about designing the okay. character. So, you know, Big Boss, like... uh, I think I actually made a mistake because... I mean, Metal Gear Solid is super confusing, right? Because Big Boss was a clone and then, like...
0: Yeah, there's a whole...
1: Yeah, exactly. It's super confusing. So some people on Instagram also commented, like, this is not Big Boss or something. And I played the games, but, I mean, I didn't... Like, the whole story is, like... Also, I don't want to do, like, 20 pages of Wikipedia research when I'm just drawing a character for Instagram, right? Yeah. So, um, but okay, man. Like, so what what I like the... The things about Big Boss, right? There was the thing growing out of his head at one point. Uh, You know, he has sort of obviously like very manly features. He has a beautiful mullet, right? The eye patch is a thing. So there's, the ingredients are already there, right? You don't really have to sort of really think about how am I going to dress up this character? So then the only thing I have to worry about is like the general shapes. So, right, so like mm, the big nose and the strong features, that sort of stuff. Uh, of course, I have to add something cute in there. So I think I don't have the image in front of me, but like the patch uh, on his on his shoulder is like some uh, ridiculous dog that I drew, right? Like a children's drawing almost. Um, so, like I said, this is sort of an Instagram thing. So it's and it's I mean, it's sort of easy, man, because I don't really have to. Again, the character is pre-designed already. I just have to sort of remix it and put my own flavor on there. Like, designing a character from scratch is much more difficult, because I mean, yeah. what, what kind of clothing are you going to give it, right? Like, mm. uh, how far are the eyes going to be apart? How far is the mouth? And of course, there's always certain elements that I fall back on, and this is style, I guess. I think it was, um, who was this? So, what is this guy's name? Uh, he, he draws, like, these beautiful, uh, basically he draws girls only. Sam, Sam, he has a YouTube channel also, Sam Does Arts.
0: Oh, Sanders, like, also, I, mean, yeah. I can't.
1: Yeah, but I, uh, I think yeah, I, I saw one of his videos last week, and, and he said something that resonated with me. He said, "Like, uh, I mean, style is basically uh, how you prefer to do things, and that's it, right?" And I thought, like, this makes so much more sense than anything exactly. I could oh ever God. say about this, right? Because, I mean. This is what it is. like. It's just a certain way of doing things. Like uh, One thing that is very typical about my drawings is the way I draw hair. And the thing is that the hair, the technique never changes because I sort of figured out like, okay, this works. This meshes well with, uh, because drawing hair is quite difficult, man, because it's like voluminous, and there's like lots of stuff happening. So I sort of figured out a graphical way to solve this problem. And like I've, I will probably never do this differently, right? So this really resonated with me sort of like it's just how you want to do things and then like consistently keep doing them I guess
0: Yeah exactly and like two things I want to mention about you know the two last works we talked about one of them is that um actually like you kind of did a big brain 200 IQ move when you actually named that person big boss because you didn't want to spoil it for the people who haven't played the game, you know that's. Okay, a, right, you know, right, right,
1: right, right, right. So it's not me. I didn't forget everything. Yeah, they like, didn't. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and that aside, like another thing I also want to mention the previous work oh. I asked you about, you know, with the pink bunny and stuff like that. Like I can, I can actually imagine this scene, like you know, the graphics, especially the graphics style of this, you know, whole work, to be implemented maybe in a game, you know. Like, nice. it actually fits well in a game. Like, especially, like, here's the thing. The the way it's drawn, like, I could see it being read for animators easily, you know? The mm-hmm. way you draw it, like, you know, the arms, the elbows, and everything, like you could easily isolate them, you know? In this type of, you know, like, mm-hmm. kind of drawing style illustration. So yeah, that's something that, you know, I've, I, I'm have i sure that you've thought about, you know, maybe doing for a video game or something, you know, like that, like, like a 2D oh, indie yeah. studio or something, right?
1: I mean, yeah, we've, I've actually started several small projects which uh, didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've briefly worked with some friends on, uh, like maybe a sort of animal crossing type game, but like, again, with some subversion in there. So everything turns out not to be so cute as, as it looks, right? That sort of stuff. But I mean, man, everybody's busy, you know, it's really difficult to video games are yeah. long term projects. They're yes, really long term they projects. And, man, like, I'll be honest, I really enjoy, like, making uh, illustrations and, like, just uh, pictures, right? Uh, I really don't enjoy drawing assets. So, you know, like, drawing the character, drawing it from oh, three yeah. different sides. Okay, we need a house, but you need to walk around the house or it's, like, semi-3D semi, uh, or something. So you need to draw the sides, but nobody's ever going to probably see this sort of stuff. It just doesn't feel like... I mean, I tried, but it's just, I mean, I, I lose interest so quickly. Because when I make my like my own illustrations, okay, you come up with a setting. Okay, so there has to be a window and a, a part of a garden, right? But that's it. I don't have to think about like what the rest of the house is going to look like or where the street uh, lights are. Because uh, if you keep walking to the left, like the lighting also needs to make sense, that sort of stuff. So, you know, I actually, uh, I, I, maybe this was a drawing instructor on art school said this, I don't know. But I think, yeah, I think he said something like, okay, if you can't figure out how to draw something, right? Just figure out how to not draw it. So maybe there's a tree in the way, or maybe there's a, right? Uh, Which, I mean, I guess this is not like, this is not advice that I'm giving, by the way, because it's probably not solid advice if you want to learn something. But if the end result is more important, right? Just having a beautiful illustration, uh then yes take as many shortcuts as you can because it's about the story you're trying to tell it's not necessary for me at least it's not necessary for me to show off to people how well i can draw
0: yeah exactly and um yeah like uh, of course i'm gonna put the works that i that we talked about and you mm-hmm. know a bunch of other works in the reel here as well for the video version um and let's move on to the next subject um all right so who are your favorite artists and designers that have inspired you the most?
1: <laughs> I should have prepared this. We talked about this. I should have written it's all fine. names. It's and fine. I completely forgot because <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Um, okay, well, um, there's many. There's definitely many, and they switch out a lot as well. Uh, lately, I've been really inspired by um, Catherine Lam's work. Um, and especially because like her the way she the setting she chooses, there's like a sort of melancholy in all the pictures without necessarily like there's characters usually, but they're not really design I mean they're not like character design design characters right They're usually uh, far off in the background. they usually don't even have faces, but I mean there's so much sort of uh, like there's such atmosphere coming from these pictures. Like just with a girl, like I don't know, sitting on the stairs somewhere, and that's it. It's like sitting on the stairs in front of a building. But it, like, there's such a how do you say? The, I mean, it really resonates with me, even though it's. I mean, it has nothing to do with my own work, and that's actually one of the things. Like I usually get more inspired by people sort of outside of the the concept art world than people that are uh, in the concept art world, actually. And I'm I'm. I mean, this might be a bit of a weird thing to say, but for instance, on, on ArtStation, I don't think I follow anyone, right? Uh, I just upload my work there. I follow a lot of people on Instagram because Instagram is sort of my preferred way of communicating with people. Uh, and I don't really check ArtStation uh, either because, and not not because the art is not good, uh, but most of the stuff doesn't really interest me that much. Like My interests lie a lot more like sort of outside of the sort of yeah, general concept art sphere or something. Like, uh, and man, the, the thing is like, it changes. So artists sort of like, sometimes you see something in a, a certain artist does and it really inspires you. Um, like one, one guy that comes to mind is Rex Crowley, Crowell. I'm not really quite sure how to pronounce it. Uh, he is the guy who did, um, uh, he did uh nights and bikes recently this video game beautifully like hand drawn uh art by him he did uh what is this game man like this was sort of an indie game on the, i think the playstation 4 and it was the first one that i think used like the controllers like this gyroscopic uh, stuff flats wait I'm check i'm gonna check
0: now. yeah actually it's fine yeah take your time
1: uh, of course, it's not going to show the games that he made. <laughs> oh, yeah, Faraway, yeah. Uh,
0: uh,
1: so actually, he really inspired me, but maybe not in a way that is sort of obvious. Uh, I saw him uh, speak at Playgrounds one year, or maybe online, I'm not quite sure, Uh and, like, his style is beautiful. Like, what he did for Nice and Mike, this is, like, a gorgeous art style. Um, but one of the things that he said, which I thought was really interesting, um, and this, this is something that stuck to me to this day. Um, so he had he was making this game, right? And, again, like, what I what I just said, like, in my case, like, doing all these assets, like, it would drive me crazy. Um he was also talking about this and he said like how do you keep consistency like right because you're drawing like a tower in one file and then you have to draw a bush in the other file that sort of stuff and then he said like he and the guy who uh, made the game because i think i think he did all the art um they just decided okay we're gonna use like three brushes that's it and we'll do everything with these three brushes or two brushes maybe even i'm not quite sure it was a very limited amount So what happens if you use like the same brushes for all these things, you're going to get a sort of automatic consistency, right? So man, this really inspired me, or it didn't inspire me, but it sort of like, it's such a logical thing that I didn't think about because man, there's a gazillion brushes out there, right? All artists sell their brush packs. like you buy a brush pack, there's 500 brushes in there. What the hell are you going to use these brushes for? And uh, at that point in my sort of uh, development as an artist, I was sort of, you know, like, okay, I have to draw grass, download a grass brush, right? Which doesn't make any sense at all. Like now when I think about it, like there's different ways to do grass and this grass brush is probably not going to mesh with like the other brushes you use. So I basically threw away all my brushes except like five favorite ones. Uh, all right, my. So uh, And I still keep thinking about this to this day and this is something that, I mean... He doesn't, he doesn't realize it probably. I mean, I spoke to him, and I told him this, that I really appreciated this. And it's maybe a very like small thing for him to explain, but this like profoundly changed the way I work and will probably, uh, uh, I mean, I will probably keep doing this for the rest of my life, right? Using three brushes, four brushes. Uh, So this is sort of an inspiration, not necessarily on a visual sense, but more of a interesting technique sense, I guess.
0: All right. And um, actually, like with the whole background and the whole setup you have, actually, the next question is kind of related to the setups. And um, what technologies and softwares do you mostly use for your works?
1: Well, uh, I'm really basic, actually. I have a, I use an Intuos Pro, I think, Yeah, and uh, just a keyboard and a MacBook and Photoshop, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do actually have a Cintiq. but just I mean it doesn't really match the way I have a really strange way of working man I can talk about this as well Uh, yeah please so if you yeah so the thing is is like uh, I don't actually draw anything I mean not in the sort of traditional sense where you're like you know like uh, making a line like this right I use the lasso tool and using the lasso tool is not so special but I use the polygonic lasso tool So this is the one, you know, where you like click, you drag, you click, Mm. you drag. I draw everything with this. So the circle, I'll draw like this. And I've got the technique down like this that I can basically, I mean, it's difficult to show, but like, I sort of like. like, Mm. So when I'm using my, like, I'm just sort of like chiseling, right? Yeah. Uh, So, okay. So when I work and uh, remind me to send you some uh, sketches and stuff so you can put like, them oh, awesome. up on the, on the YouTube cast because it will uh, be a bit more easier for people to understand. So usually how I work is uh, I start with a really rough shape and again like with a polygonic lesser tool like tick 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 and then I sort of start uh, cutting bits off. So it's really I guess sort of similar to uh, uh, stone masonry, right? Like, you have a block of stone and you need to like make a face out of this so you're just gonna like chop little bits away right and i start mm-hmm. really rough man like I'll, I'll send you some sketches that you can put up and you'll laugh man like, this is ridiculous sometimes because i don't need much right when i do a composition i like sort of okay there's a character that stands and it needs to be about this big man this is just some purple block with like a sort of vaguely head shape and like almost stick figures you know how a kid draws and then, like along the way, I just started refining all these things, like cutting the bits off, like maybe cutting the nose, like moving the nose up a little bit, like moving the eyes around. So my illustrations, there's like the like a minimum of like seven hundred layers probably, because like I, <laughs> I'm really sort of uh, I want to keep everything separate, so it's really easy for me to move. Right, so if I need to move the hand a little bit, like just rotate the wrist a little bit. That sort of stuff, and uh, actually, what I also do, I reuse so many of my uh, my own artwork. I have um, I have like a a folder with hand-drawn textures. So every time I need a texture, right, like a wallpaper for in the background, or maybe uh, I don't know, like a leather texture or something, I just draw the texture in a separate file. I have it somewhere, and I just import it in the new drawings. But actually, what I also do. Uh, which some people might consider cheating, but I mean, who cares? There's no cheating in art. It's just about making art. Uh, I have a... Man, drawing hands is really difficult. Any artist will tell you that drawing hands is really difficult. So I have a master file, uh, which just has hands that I drew, right? So sometimes I copy them from other my other illustrations. I'll just take the hand out because I like the shapes, put it in the file. And then uh, when I make a new illustration, I just open this file and I sort of was like, okay, this hand and this position will probably fit. And I just drag it into the illustration and like adjust it a little bit, obviously. But if you would scroll now, like through my timeline on the Instagram, you will see the same hands over and over, right? You will see the same face shapes over and over as well. So I just like, okay, I'm gonna draw a girl from the side. Uh, I really liked the, the shapes that I chose here, like in this drawing I did uh, three months ago. OK, I'm just going to take the face and I'm going to adjust it, obviously. Right. I'm going to make the nose a little bit bigger. Make the, maybe. Usually the eye shape I change as well. Because, man, like, I mean, why would I keep like uh, torturing myself by drawing this stuff over and over again? I mean, I already drew it. It's mine. Like I can reuse it. Right. Uh, and uh, and again, like this sort of ties in with my philosophy. I don't really care so much, because I know uh, friends of mine, they're really focused on, not focused, but what's really important to them is being able to draw really well, right? Um, So what is this guy's name, man, like, Kim, Kim, I'm very bad at names, there's this like sort of uh, crazy good artist from, I think, Korea, yes, right, 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 dude, dude, it is ridiculous, it's crazy what he can do, right? And this in itself is a skill that is admirable, right? But I have no sort of, like... I mean, for sure, like, if you give me a pencil and say, like, okay, draw one of your characters here on a wall, it's going to look horrible. It's going to look horrible because I don't don't have the skill set that this guy has, mainly because I'm not so interested in it, right? I'm not so interested in, like, drawing, uh, you know, an amazing character in 10 seconds. I'm more interested in uh what what's the story that i'm gonna tell like uh, the colors the composition that sort of sort of stuff uh and i mean like not that my way is better or the other way is better it's just i mean it, it how can i say this it can lead to interesting discussions as well because like uh, a couple of my friends uh like more like they're really into like tech, the technical uh, aspect of drawing Right, I've had conversations where, like, sometimes, like, if you draw sort of uh, realistic human figures, right, which I don't do at all, like anatomy, I have no clue how this works. I don't know the name of the muscles, or anything. Um, I would think, like, okay, why don't you model a character in three D, like, in your sort of style, right, and then you can just pose it and trace it. This is probably quicker and easier than, like, keep drawing the character, like, trying to get the biceps right, trying to get the foreshortening right, that sort of stuff. Uh, but it feels like cheating to, to my friends, which I totally understand, right? Uh, but again, like, in my opinion, there's not really cheating in art. It's just about, in, in my case, it's about the final product. Like, how is the final product looking? Uh, does it resonate with people? Because, man, if you, it, <laughs> I'm sure, if you really look at my art, man, there's so much stuff that doesn't make any sense in there, like anatomy that's not completely correct, which is easier for me to hide because I draw stylized characters, Right. Um but yeah again like some people are really focused on like having the anatomy right and they make amazing art so that's the thing. Um I'm ranting a bit. How do we get here?
0: And we got here from what uh, technologies and software do you most ah. use for the first. <laughs> right. yeah, It's fine, it's fine. I yeah. actually been I actually enjoy what you were talking yeah. about.
1: So it's it's basic man. I just use an intros and uh, um and I um, yeah, yeah, I mean I I guess this is not technology, but, like, I... Okay, by
0: technology, I just mean hardware. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So
1: it's just an int on a MacBook and a keyboard, basically. Yeah, and uh, And actually what
0: you said is uh, I I used to do the exact same thing and have the whole process in graphic design. Like, I Mm had files from, like, different assets I made, you know, (laughs) even in my teacher designs, I used to just repeat and use them and just rescale them and do all sort of stuff, you know? As well, so yeah, that makes. But when you say like you know, make it three D model, like for example in Blender, like you know of the character you did, and just change the lighting and the poses and just trace. It, I was like, oh, that's that's actually like two hundred IQ strategy. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> why not, man? Like, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, why not? Yeah, and this happens a lot, by the way. There's a lot of, uh, especially now when you look at process videos of, uh, of concept artists. I mean, this is a trick a lot of people are employing, and uh, there's some hate against it, right? Because people think, like, well, you should learn to draw this yourself. I mean, I disagree with this, because I mean, just ed- just make art how it's comfortable to you. Like, it really doesn't matter, right? Um, I mean, I would, I try to learn 3D, but it's really, it doesn't mesh with me, like sort of the workflow, it doesn't really like, uh, it's too much fiddling with buttons and uh, stuff, which is, it doesn't feel intuitive to me, but man. If I, if I could get, like, if there would be, like, a super basic 3D uh, program and somebody could model my character, like, sort of the basic shapes that I always use, I mean, I wouldn't, I would never draw a character from the, from the, uh, from a blank state anymore at all. Like, why would I? Yeah. It makes but maybe, sense. Maybe you're right, man. Like, maybe it's also because I sort of started out in graphic design and animation. Uh, I mean, this probably influenced my workflow a lot. I never really gave this any thought. But, I mean, I would imagine if you would start as an illustrator, right, you go through the whole path, figure drawing, all this sort of stuff, which is, I mean, is important. I'm not saying it's not important. So this sort of like, uh, I guess, I mean, it pushes you in a certain way to work. Right. And like you said, with graphic design, everybody uses reuses elements. Why would you redesign the same home button like 900 times? Well, you already have a home button design. Uh, and especially the, the technique that I use for animation is like this puppet animation, right? So like you just mm. make like a, an arm in three parts, there's like a hinge here and it can just move like this. And you swap out assets of the hand so sort to of do, do something else. This is actually usually how I draw as well. Like, I sort of like try to make a rough pose of the character. So it's not like a puppet or anything, but like from the side. But I always keep the arms and the hands and the wrists in like separate layers. And I just rotate them, like rotate them, uh, chop off a little bit until it feels right. I have, I don't think I've ever, like, at least in the past uh, five years, like, just drew a character from start in the pose that I wanted to have the character
0: in. Yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense. That's actually a really smart way to, you know, do stuff. Because in the in the end, even in the industry, you have to, you know, be an artist like that who can get the job fast, you know, and efficient at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you know, do Every single detail, draw every single detail yourself. Exactly. Like you know, most, even in, in for example, environment concept, but not just environment. But I'm just making an example. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. use a lot of custom shapes when it comes, to, you know, doing their work. And, you know, it's not cheating, to be honest. It's just ways. Is it, here's the thing. It's like someone who wants to become a front end uh, web developer and like they mm-hmm. use, for example, CSS Bootstrap library, you know, as a reference for you know for their stuff and elements. And someone says, mm-hmm. oh, you're cheating. You should code everything from this. Or, like no man what
1: (laughs) yeah exactly why are you making it difficult for yourself
0: yeah if you if you're gonna make your pens pen drawing you should first make a pen you should make the pen yourself because if you don't make (laughs) a pen yourself you're cheating
1: (laughs) yeah exactly i mean this whole cheating thing is also like i mean i don't know i mean i think it leads down to elitism a bit yes but what i've noticed and, I mean, if you check like Twitter or something, and this is mm-hmm. definitely not like because Twitter is a cesspool, like most social media is, but yep. what, I've, what I've seen is that like most sort of uh, controversies that happen on the internet, right, mm-hmm. like uh, people, a person is copying or maybe his own, like, okay, copying other mm-hmm. people's work, this is a different thing, but, you know, like what I've noticed, the people that get most upset about this are also quite inexperienced, right? They're just sort of starting their career and everything. They just want to be upset about something. Yeah. I, I would I would think, I mean, this is at least the vibe that I get with all the artists that I talk to, is like nobody has ever said to me, like, dude, I mean, in jest they might have said, but like, dude, you're cheating. Learn how to draw. Like, don't reuse the same face shape over and over again. Right. It's like, because there is no... I mean, man, like, just draw pictures. Like, uh, I mean, like, and it doesn't matter. You can do anything, collage, whatever, like photo bashing is also a thing, right? Where you just take photos of mountains, add some different clouds, and it's just, it's a technique and a skill in itself. Like, I don't particularly enjoy it, but uh, I mean, I think there was this, I think you can find it on YouTube, this talk about from, what was it? One, One pixel brush, I think sort of uh, it's like a concept art studio uh, I think
0: it's the founder is Shadi Safadi I
1: think yeah I think so yeah I think so yeah there's like this uh, this one and a half hour talk basically sort of saying what I'm saying now like concept art is dead or something it's called I'm not quite sure what it was called like look it up or you'll leave a link in the <laughs> description or <laughs> like something and it's basically one hour like the guy also explaining like man like, like don't make it so difficult for yourself especially in concept art because everything needs to be quick and it's just concepts, right? It's like, of course, I'm doing publishing work, so this is different. Uh, but in concept art, it's literally just concepts, right? It's like, nobody's ever going to see this work besides the people like that work in the company, right? It's not going to get printed in books or maybe like in art books. So it doesn't really matter if you just like rip a photo from Google like to use as a mountain because it's quicker. Uh, and it it need, you need to get a point across, right? Of course when I'm doing illustration for children's book and everything, I'm not gonna rip a photo from Google, right? I'm just gonna draw everything myself. Uh, But for sketches, like when I do my sketches, I sometimes take photos as well. Okay, there needs to be a mountain in the background. Okay, like I'm not gonna deal with like... uh, uh, Another example is uh, like uh, weapons, right? Like I'm really not interested in figuring out uh, how to draw a gun, for instance. I'm also not so interested in guns, but sometimes the picture demands it, right? Okay, I will just take a photo from Google, like uh, paste it on the character, and then I'll sort of like redraw it like later, right? Because I don't need to draw this gun right now; it's just a sketch. So I just I don't know, I mix and match everything, uh, everything that I can, any shortcut that I can take, I will take. You should take, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'll try to find a because someone else in the podcast you know, also mentioned the same talk you just said with you know Shadi Safadi saying that you wow. do anything you can just to make the um, product, get the product out there, get the concept out there, you know, and that's it. Exactly. You know? Don't worry about the rest of the details. And all right, let's move on to the next subject. Um, what are you working on right now that you can tell us about. I mean, of course, um, if there's something that there's an NDA involved, you can skip right past this question. But if that's not the case, um, what are you doing right now?
1: I mean, uh, so right now, there's some stuff I can't talk about. Uh, All right. But there's the stuff that I can talk about, which is really also weird. Uh, but not weird, but it's something I have to get used to, sort of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I... Uh, actually, at the end of this month and early next month, so it's uh, August now, so the end of August and the end of September, uh, early September, a couple of books are going to re- uh, be released where I worked on, like uh, children's books, illustrated, illustrated books. So <laughs> the thing is... These books are gonna come out now, but I drew them like one and a half years ago almost, right? Because there's such a long process, like it needs to go to the printer, it needs to go to all the stores and everything. So this is not something I'm working on right now, but it feels like it's something I worked on now because it's gonna release like uh, in a week or something. Uh, So one thing that's actually quite cool, I don't have it here, so I can't show it to you, but it is, uh, how old are you, man?
0: Um, How old do I look?
1: Yeah, because this is uh, I, the thing is like what I'm gonna tell you now. Might you might not even know what it is, depending if, if you're too young.
0: Oh, uh, oh, like that. Oh, I'm 24. Yeah,
1: 24. Okay, maybe yeah. you won't know this. So, so uh, have you ever seen the movie The Goonies? No. Nope. No, exactly. So this is like a <laughs> fucking sorry for a person. This is no, a huge movie. This is a huge movie if you're my age, right? Uh, <laughs> especially in Europe. So it's like. Uh, it's like one of the cult movies, like Hook, mm. Ghostbusters, oh, and Ghostbusters, and yes, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, uh, you must have seen Stranger Things, right?
0: Yes, the first season, yeah, so.
1: Right, Stranger Things probably wouldn't have existed uh, the way it does now uh, without the Goons because mm-hmm. like Stranger Things is definitely sort of like 80s movie inspired kids going on an adventure sort of thing, right? Okay, so The the Goonies, there is a movie which stars, like, uh, some people that got quite huge now, which I didn't realize either. So, uh, Josh Brolin, for instance. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin is, uh, I think, now most mostly famous for being that big purple guy in one of the <laughs> superhero fans, movies. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've not seen his films. Uh, but he's also, like, in uh, No Country for Old Men, right, the Coen Bronson mm-hmm. movie.
0: And also in Deadpool, uh, as Cable, Deadpool 2.
1: I mean man I I've not seen any superhero movies I'm not actually, so
0: interested. I, I highly recommend it. like I, we've been talking for an hour now and I can kind of get a sense of your personality and I'm, and I'm sure you'll like that pool yeah um, it, it's it's actually a really fun movie All right. it's okay, watch it?
1: if I don't yeah. like it you yeah. you, 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 will, you will not be able to put the post the podcast online sure fair deal <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway so um, uh, okay so I This is also maybe worth mentioning. Uh, One of my goals, like when I went through this whole process of reinventing myself, was to join an illustration agency. Uh, And what an illustration agency does is basically they sell your work for you. So you don't have to deal with this aspect anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can just focus on drawing. So, I joined the Brights Agency, which has been like really great so far. They're, uh, I think they started in the UK, but they have offices now in, uh, in New York. I think there's something happening in China as well. But they basically deal with all the publishers, all the big publishers. Um, so, I joined Brights, and I mean, who knows? It might be a couple of months before the ball gets rolling, right? Before, uh, uh, before they have uh, given your portfolio to all the clients, all the people that they're in touch with. Within two weeks of joining, my agent Alex, she contacted me and she said, like, okay, I have a really interesting opportunity for you. Uh, there's going to be a children's book, like, uh, made of the Goonies, the movie The Goonies. Uh, and uh, the client would love it if you would draw it. So, I mean, I was like, what? Like, this movie that, like, one of my favorite movies growing up? And, like, now I joined this amazing agency and, like, the first one of the first gigs they give me is, like, doing this? Whoa, you know? um yeah. so i drew so, so i drew like a whole uh, it's quite difficult actually also because like i think it's a movies were long man movies were long uh, before i think it was like a two hour movie or something it's an 80s movie there's so much stuff in there that wouldn't fly these days right like the kids are cursing everything even though it's a kids movie so to transform this into a children's book was quite a challenge actually, uh, but we managed. So again, like I finished this last winter, I think, maybe before winter it was even finished, but it's releasing tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, it's releasing next month. Uh, so yeah, I've got a couple of books that are, uh, that are releasing. I'm still working on some books that will, I mean, man, there's a heat wave going on right now, right? You know this, I mean, obviously you know this. Like yes. I'm, I'm, sw- I'm dying, I'm sweating. I am now working on Christmas stuff for 2022, right? So I'm sitting here in, like, blistering heat, drawing snowmen and that sort of stuff. Like, <laughs> okay. So this is also weird because, like, the, there's so much time in this, in the publishing world between actually doing something and it getting released, right? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm working on some of this. There is, uh, yeah, the other stuff I really can't, now I can't talk about is NDA stuff.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Fair enough.
1: It's mainly like concept art stuff for uh, in the animation industry, like Mm. character design, that sort of stuff, which is really cool. Actually, I I prefer doing publishing stuff, but um, it's still really cool as well.
0: All right. and Well, the next question is kind of not, you know, it's a bit less technical. Um, it is what area beside the area you're working on right now would you be interested to explore and learn in the future given if you had enough time and energy and resources by the way i actually want to change this question a bit not just okay. learn stuff like do stuff like what would you do if you had you know enough time and resource and energy it could be something completely non-arts related by the way
1: man that's a really difficult question i think so like if I would have a million bucks, uh, like become a multi-millionaire tomorrow or something, right? Yeah, kind of like that. I mean, I would travel more, but everybody would, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I think I would I would keep doing the same. I think I would keep drawing. Like, uh, I, like I, I do client work, obviously, but I try to like keep Mondays and Fridays to myself to work on my own projects and then sometimes uh, over the weekend as well. So I would just keep making... Uh, I will keep making drawing, drawings, uh, however, your question its funny actually, uh, because I recently, uh, since two months or something, started getting back into making music. Uh, I used to, I used to play a lot of music when I was younger, but I mean, you know, playing in really shitty metal bands, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Like, uh, you know, uh, I started playing guitar, but I'm not really good at it. uh, uh no, I'm not really, I'm not good at it at all uh actually in holland i used to it was interesting we used to live in an artist community uh of all musicians and like really amazing musicians and me and i was the only sort of illustrator there uh because they were all friends i sort of ended up there so i was like music was all around me and i played some guitar with some people just for fun and then it sort of like fizzled out like the past i don't know seven years or something And then just recently, like um, literally a month ago, I started buying music equipment again. So basically now uh, in the weekends, I just like spend my time making music, like trying to learn the instruments and uh, trying to learn the software and everything. And it's, man, it's okay. So it's super fun and it's super fun in a way that, okay, when I'm making drawings, right? There's always some sort of pressure, like, either from the client side or my own personal pressure, right? It has to be better than the last thing I did. It has to go on Instagram. It has to be liked by people. This is unfortunately sort of the world we live in now, right? You want a drawing to go viral because who knows what happened? Like new clients will come, which is... So art sort of... Art is like now my profession and... But it also, like like I said, it, it gives this weird sort of pressure, right? It's like I'm not really drawing for fun anymore, like... Uh, it's still super fun i'm still super happy but i'm not like you know hmm, you know what i'm just gonna like chill now and do some sketching right when i draw something i want to make like my next best piece right there's no sort of like uh, just chilling out and drawing for me anymore and now with music right man i make such shitty music it is so bad right because i don't really understand how all these things work yet I don't really, because learning music is like a whole like process in itself, right? With sketches and like the flow of a song. It is horrible, man. It's like really bad, like trap music, like trap beats and that sort of stuff. But man, it's so good to, you know, sort of create something, like uh, do creative stuff. And there's no expectations whatsoever. Mm. I'm not going to let anybody listen to this music besides like maybe some friends of mine, right? I'm not going to post it on Instagram. I'm not going to post it on SoundCloud. It's just for me. It's just like me fiddling around. like. Uh, so this is like music. Like I'm getting into music now. Maybe in like five years when I feel like I've sort of mastered it, I might like upload something to Instagram, to an Instagram story or something. Uh, but I'm super, I mean, maybe, yeah, you know it's me. But I'm super excited like, to fiddle with music. Like, this is a trap though, man, because like... Drawing, you don't really need so much, right? Like the technology, like I said, I just use an Intuos screen, the Synthic I don't even use. But man, like these music devices, as you can see here, I mean, this is so fucking expensive. And like, there's like, of course now I'm on YouTube, right? And I'm searching like how these machines work and everything. So YouTube starts recommending me synthesizers, that sort of stuff, incredibly expensive equipment, all of it, and I want to have it all, even though I don't understand what it is. (laughs) So I bought, I bought, like, literally just yesterday, I bought this, like, this sort of keyboard thing. Man, it's like a, it's a keyboard, but it's made of rubber, right? So the thing is, like, uh, you can, like, you can slide your finger on it, and it changes the sound, like, you can, like, wiggle your Ah, finger. Ah, I've seen this, yeah. Yeah, dude, it is crazy. And I have yeah. no idea how I'm going to use this. But, like, when I got it yesterday, I just spent the whole evening just, like, pressing buttons. Like, I don't even know how the software works. You know,
0: like, like, making these
1: weird sounds. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it.
0: Yeah, I think it's good to also start, you know, learning something new so you could have that, you know, kind of, like, um, the kind of, like, Amateur and beginner perspective on things, like you know, it helps you know to put exactly. things in perspective and also learn new stuff. I have the same feeling for, with Photoshop. I started learning Photoshop recently, and I kind of have the same experience you have right now with music. You know, to be honest, uh, it's kind of like intimidating and overwhelming at first. But I'm, but I'm, of course, I'm keep going and I'm just, sure, just learning as I go, sure. and it gets better.
1: And man, we, we live in an age now. This is this is so amazing. You can literally find anything on YouTube yeah literally anything so this whole device i just learned by looking at random youtube channels right learning mm-hmm. how to like understanding how to google questions i think is the most important asset now if you mm. want to learn anything and i mean uh yes but this is all technique right this is all technique and technical stuff i mean still there needs to be a spark inside of you i guess like where did yeah, these sure. ideas come from uh but yeah technique you can learn uh, you can learn man right? and it's I what you said like really makes sense, man. Like, uh, it feels good to be an amateur again, Right? Not not that I'm. I mean, I don't necessarily view myself as like uh, uh, a great artist or anything that figured everything out, right? But man, like music, I don't really understand anything yet, right? And I'm sending it to my music friends to get get feedback, and they're telling me stuff, and I'm like, whoa, this never even crossed my mind. It feels really great to like sort of like start from the bottom again. <coughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. And well, with everything that's been said and done, to conclude all we discussed, give us a roadmap for someone who is zero in visual arts and wants to get to the place you are in terms of skill set and, you know, just the whole thing in general. So for someone who is zero in visual arts and wants to just start and get here from this point to this point, what major steps mm -hmm. should they take, in your opinion?
1: Man, 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 man. This is Yeah. I don't know. I did I don't think I had like an orthodox way in sort of arriving where I arrived at now. Uh, however, what I can tell you, which which I only found out recently, like a couple of years ago, and which I wished uh, somebody had told me way before, right? Uh, which I also sort of touched on in the beginning of the of our talk like try to figure out what you want to do like because there's so many directions in art as well right you can be a character designer you can be an environment designer you can be a children's book illustrator you can be i mean graphic designer it doesn't matter animator right like try to figure out like what direction you want to go in and just like uh put everything you do towards that goal right um Okay, so let me try to give an example, right? Okay, I I gave a similar example in the beginning of our talk, actually, right? Everybody was always saying, like, you should draw children's books. But I had nothing in my portfolio that would suggest that I could make children's books, even though inside I knew, of course I can make children's books, right? So if you want to make children's books, again, this applies to anything. If you want to be an animator, if you want anything, like, uh, you can still, like, Take detours and do everything you want, but focus everything towards this goal, right? And this is, a, it's difficult because, I mean, like I said also earlier, you're probably like 16 or early 20s. And what do you know, right? Um, this, this would be my one tip. And uh, another tip, and this is, this is the most difficult thing that I had to learn in the past years. Like find some people, preferably with a little bit higher skill level or a lot higher skill level than you. Ask them for feedback and ask them to be relentless, right? And how I mean, this is going to be difficult, but accept this feedback, right? Uh, Because what I've noticed, like I tended to be quite arrogant when I was like quite unprofessional also, right? When I was still learning, because you know better, right? Because you are the artist, like this sort of mentality, and when I found this group of people at this event that sort of taught me everything that I know now, uh, when they started giving me feedback, I wasn't used to this at all, right? And this all happened through Discord, through typing. Man, like, I wanted to, like, break my keyboard in half. Like, how dare they? How dare they say this about my work, right? So this took, this took, really took me some adjusting for me to sort of get in this sort of mental state, that they're not saying it to hurt you, right? And your work is not, I mean, it can always be better, right? Uh, So I think this, and I mean, but you have to experience this for yourself because if I would tell this to me when I was like 20 or something, I would also say fuck you to myself as well, right? It's like, I mean, you're an old guy, what do you know? It's like, it's quite difficult because like when you're young, I guess you're, automatically a bit more arrogant because this is what happens when you're young you think you know everything but in hindsight you you, you know nothing right saying as an older guy but yeah try to be as open as possible when people say something about your work right uh, and but again we live in an age now and this is this is really amazing find the artist that you really enjoy and just send them a message like i've sent so many artists that i admire a message like hey man like, can you give me some feedback? Like, what do you think of this? Right? And of course, some people are busy and they don't reply. But a lot of people reply and, like, people send me uh, work as well, like students or anything, uh, giving them a feedback. And I always take the time, like, uh, I mean, of course, I'm not going to redraw a whole, uh, whole drawing, but I always take the time to, like, sort of, like, guide people uh, in the way with the things that I know, right? Because they're coming to me specifically so uh yeah get feedback and i mean if anybody's listening now i mean send me your pictures and i can give you feedback for sure for sure i don't know if it's going to help you that much but like i found out that the artist community is actually quite open and are really quite willing to share like their knowledge or their things or their brushes even right with everyone all
0: right now i think we reached the And the final last question of the podcast, which uh, is the section I recently added called Final Words. So I'm going to explain what it means. It means for anyone who, who, for example, imagine right now, all right, this episode is edited and uploaded hopefully into the next two, three days. And Mm -hmm. the people who've listened this, the whole episode till now, by the way, if you've listened to the whole episode till now, shout shout out to you, you're a trooper and for anyone who's listening to now there's a message there's like a window of opportunity for you to leave any message that you could as like as a human just any message anything any advice any tip any particular tip not i'm not saying to say anything that comes to your mind just one major thing that you really want to leave as a message to anyone who might listen to future maybe in two weeks two months two years 20 years who knows um who are like listening to this episode and are here what would that be
1: i mean In the current uh, state of the world now, get vaccinated, man. Get get vaccinated. This is like, I mean, I can't imagine that people are not doing this.
0: No, you know, because the 5G's and all of that stuff, you know. But yeah, let's not get into it.
1: No, no, dude, I can taste (laughs) 5G now. And it tastes sweet. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. I don't know. I took my second dose actually yesterday.
0: Like, I'm not kidding. I actually took my second dose yesterday. I don't know. It tastes a bit salty, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it needs me. to, uh,
1: you know, the software needs to like sort of uh, run yeah. throughout your whole body and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah uh, you're
0: right here. Yeah. I mean, it takes Makes a while, sense. man. It takes a while. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and coming by for an episode on the podcast. And where can people contact you if they add any questions? Is your Instagram okay?
1: Instagram for sure. Like, uh, I reply everywhere I get messages. But I mean, again, like I said earlier, I don't really involve myself so much in the social aspect of ArtStation on behalf. Instagram I'll see everything and uh, I'll if you leave a comment or anything I'll talk back to you as well I really enjoy uh, like the whole community over there. So yeah, Instagram would be great.
0: is right. also possible, whatever. All right, I'll put I'll put the Instagram in the captions and also ta- of course I do this all the time. I also I put them in the captions in the Instagram and also tag them in the posts as well. But of course I can you can tag people in the IGTV posts. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, to other posts I definitely will. So it'd be easier for Certainly. anyone who wants you know send a question or maybe want to give feedback on our work or something. For sure. <laughs> Um, all right, that's about it. Thanks so much for coming by, and thank you to anyone who tuned in and listened to this episode. If you have any suggestions or critiques or anything, you know, just leave them out down in the comments, whether it be on Instagram or YouTube. I check them all, and I appreciate each and every one of you who leave a, leave a comment. By the way, like you know, it helps me to grow, you know, as a just become a better podcaster in general. And well, with that out of the way take care everyone have a good day see you next episode which is going to be recorded in 10 hours yes double episodes in a day have a good day everyone (laughs) see you bye